listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. How do we know this is based in Livingston County? We could be anywhere. We could be in a basement anywhere. You're right. right you're right. And how do we know we got it going on? I got to use the big pencil. Yeah. Here to... You're going to change the angle? You're leaning in again. And I got to. I'm sorry. Let me. Can you get I'll me a recliner? There. Want to center a little better? Right. Is that better? I think yeah, so. That's more centered. Oh, sorry. I'm hitting the table. Big again. pencil. Yes. It's our director. <laughs> that's our, our camera mover. That's our camera operator. <laughs> well, here it is. It's Wednesday, March yes. 9th. Today is. Get over it day. Get over it. Get over it. We're Whatever over. it is, yeah. get over it. Yeah. We got over it, and now we got it going on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It was Our, invented and, in 2005, by the way. Get it, over it day. Was it invented by a wife? No, it was actually invented. Well, because <laughs> how many times have our wives like, just get over it? God, <laughs> just move on. A guy was having a difficult time after the loss of his girlfriend. Okay. Says the loss, I don't know if it was... She moved on in life. I'm assuming. Or if she passed away. No, I'm assuming it's a breakup. But okay. So it's it's meant for us to help people get past those types of things. That's right, because I think if, you, if, if, if your girlfriend or your significant other died, it's like, hey, get over it. <laughs> it's about time you get over <laughs> okay, it. Okay, hey, 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 yeah, yeah, blah, 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 my wife for 30 years died. Get over it. No, I mean. <laughs> that, that's not very nice. No, that's not. So I'm assuming that she just left. Yeah, the, she found another guy, right. and now it's time for him she, to get over it. She got over it. Yeah, she did. All right. <laughs> That's what she said. She's got it going on. It's natural uh, National Crab Meat Day today. Mm. I like crab. Not a crab eater? No. You don't. No. Not a seafood eater? I don't eat that much seafood. Okay. No. But uh, crab meat, I remember when I worked in the restaurants making uh, right. crab meat salad. And it was it was probably fake crab meat. Right. It's it just like cod. Like white that's colored. Orange strips <laughs> on it. And you slice it. It almost looked like a cheese stick. It, yeah, right, right, yeah, right. It was, I know. It was yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And then it's a National Meatball Day today, too. Mm. Meatballs. Meatball. That was my CB name. Meatball? Yeah. My CB handle. I never had a CB. Yeah. Did you ever talk to anybody on the CB? Yeah, my, back in stuff? the mid-70s, my yeah. dad got a, got a CB, and it was the big big deal. Oh, yeah. And that was the time, 70s. So and, was it a Breaker uh, 1-9 yeah, yeah. kind of thing? And, and yeah. we had a VW van, and he put it in there. Boy, nothing says cool oh, like having a CB in the 70s oh, in a VW the, van. The, the kings are here with their VW van and their CB. <laughs> Did you pull up next to truckers and make them honk the horn? They moved from California. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I used to play around, and I remember one time I was in there, I was playing around, and my dad wasn't around or whatever, and, I, and I'm like, you know, just being a dumb kid on the CB. And then some trucker came back and was like, get off the radio! <laughs> like, oh, it's all right, well, they were, they were quite the uh, quite the craze, especially after Smokey and the Bandit. Well, right. You know? Breaker 1-9. Breaker 1-9. We got us a convoy. <laughs> and then there was the convoy song, yeah. which, of course, was based right. along CDs and truckers. You know, it's funny. I just the other day... I, you know, and, and I, I, I put a post on this on Facebook. You know, look, I'm a guy. I was raised on the Beatles and the Stones, yeah. and Zeppelin and Rush and Tool. And, no, no, and um, I mean, fine, but no. And um, the other day, <laughs> I heard uh, Eastbound and Down, which yeah, was from, that was from Smokey and the Bandit, Smokey and the Bandit from Jerry Reed. Did you crank it? up? And I loved it. I'm like, God, this song is a really good song. You know, and the next thing you know, I'm like, you know. Eastbound and down, yeah. Get the cowboy hat on, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what it was. It was Eastbound and down did it for me. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> we are we are going to be discussing trucker songs no. today, right? No, I just thought okay. I'd mention that for you. <laughs> All right, it's time for G- uh, Gigo News. Yes, Gigo. Gigo. That's the Italian version. Oh, and no, I think it's the Gigo. Gigo News. The Gigo News. All right. Here's what's, yes, here's what's going on. Michigan House lawmakers unanimously passed a bill Tuesday that would require regular updates to the public on the status of petition drives. The bill, which the state Senate approved last Wednesday, now heads to Governor Gretchen Whitmer for her signature. The legislation requires the Secretary of State's office to post a summary of voter-initiated petitions online within two business days after they're filed and update a petition status online at least once every 30 days. State Representative Ann Bolin previously said the new requirements would be very helpful for all parties involved. The Brighton Township Republican, speaking last September during a House Elections and Ethics Committee hearing, said it would free up the inquiries, the calls, the emails, if we could just all access that information ourselves. In a rare show of bipartisanship, the Senate overwhelmingly approved a measure Tuesday evening, spirited by Michigan Democratic Senator Gary Peters, to shore up the Postal Service's finances. Peters, who chaired the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee, which oversees the Postal Service, introduced the Senate version of the bill. Its major reform is dumping the requirement that the Postal Service pre-fund health benefits for employees, something no other government agency is required to do. The legislation also requires postal workers to enroll in Medicare once they're eligible and maintains six-day delivery services. Altogether, the effort's expected to save the Postal Service nearly $50 billion over a decade. And Phase 2 of Brighton's Northwest Neighborhood Project gets underway today. Contractors will be removing the pavement on North 4th Street, Chestnut, North 1st, and Walnut. Those streets will be closed through traffic. Drivers in that area can expect to experience detours and traffic delays for the duration of the project. City officials say the work will include the replacement of all water and sewer mains, the installation of a storm sewer system, including the installation of curb and gutter, replacement of driveway approaches, the installation of sidewalks, removal and replacement of street trees where applicable, as well as the complete rehabilitation of all the roadways. You'll find complete details on that project on the Mike and John Facebook page. And that's what's going on. All right. So, of course, Mike and John got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors, locally owned and operated here in Livingston County serving our residents for the past 24 years. You know, you mentioned the uh, the road projects in Brighton, of course. There was uh, the Crooked Lake Road repair that's going to be going on right. in the Howell area. And I don't know what people complain about more. The potholes, the roads that need to be fixed, or when we finally get the roads fixed, and we have to wait or we have to find a diversion, right. uh, another uh, another route. And I noticed they were they were patching all, all of the above. And... We complain about everything. <laughs> we love to complain. It. We complain that the roads are crappy, and then we complain when they say, "All right, well, we're going to fix them." Oh, oh, oh. Now you're going to slow me down, right? And it was the same thing yesterday when I was coming over here to the little podcast that matters, uh, and and I hit a pothole coming into the subdivision, and then when I was leaving. The guy was out there with a shovel right. repairing the they were, yeah, the, They must have heard me. Yeah, they did. So I, they I got knew. a little pull around yeah. here. So, yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, sure I do. But it was one guy, a truck, right. and a shovel pretty right. much. Right. Yeah. It was a city howl. And yeah. uh, it was just filling the asphalt, uh, putting it, it down. And there were, some, there were some rough spots. And yeah. uh, I'm just waiting for when they have to redo all the streets and I get the assessment. <laughs> Is that what you're waiting for? That'll be great. That'll be nice. anyway. Um, speaking of which, so yesterday I'm getting on the freeway and uh, just pulling onto 96, heading east, uh, right from um, uh, from the outlet mall entrance there, whatever that yeah, was. Burkhart, Burkhart Road, and I'm um, getting on and and just merging into the freeway, and this rock comes flying and cracks my windshield, 
and I'm like, and at first, you know, when it hits that hard, you're like, ah, and and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I, oh, did I say that? <laughs> you can't say it. We'll bleep that. No, we won't. <laughs> I didn't quite say it. I think I kind of bleeped you myself. Said WTF? I, but I didn't. That's the F. Said. I didn't fully. No, I did not fully you pronounce didn't the go F. full F yeah, to K. I, We're going F to K today. It's, write that down. F to K. It's the F to K day. And, uh, so I don't I'm like, write it on our And I look and I took a quick glance because I'm getting on the freeway, right. so I got to concentrate on driving. And I took a quick glance. Oh, okay, I didn't see anything. I'm fine. But a minute later, I kind of take a closer look and I see the crack. And I'm like, what uh, the? F-? Then you get madder and it's aggressive. And I take it. I was like, oh, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is. Oh, oh. And then I get home and I'm like, oh, yeah, they do that for free. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah, I call the insurance good. company like yeah uh, we'll come yeah. In. we'll do it in your driveway yeah. just free don't worry about it. I'm like you got so okay. upset about that I guess I shouldn't have been every that. now and then he gets that way not just every now yeah. and then well pretty much three or four times a day <laughs> on any given day uh, something else I, I was kind of hoping he had your kiss shirt on for this yeah. uh, kiss you know how kiss has been one of the best branded rock bands of all time I, think. I would say that's true you know because you know not not just fame but you know. A makeup, a lot of makeup can go a long way. How many but, rock stars sold Folgers? Hmm. Don't forget uh, Paul Stanley. I, I forgot about that. He was in a Folgers commercial. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Do we got that right here? Well, now I, have to, I will now. Thanks. More work <laughs> for me. A little extra work for our tech department. So anyway, uh, finally, after all this time, Kiss is releasing their version of Cold Gin. Actually, gin with different flavors. Oh. Did you hear about that? I did After, not. How long has cold gin been out there? You would think. 40 years? 40 plus? I don't know. If 40, it, almost 45. I don't know if it's because it's dawned yeah, on them yeah, by now years. or if they've had to go through certain channels or if they were like we would be if we were coming up with Mike and John vodka. Right. Um, if they had to go through stages of, you know, legalization or, you know, picking the right taste or if it was a licensing thing. But. They've come out with their own version of cold gin, a couple of different flavors. Huh. So pretty cool stuff. I, I haven't tried it yet, but I guess it's about forty bucks a bottle. Okay, I forty bucks a bottle. I was gonna say I'd buy something like that. Uh, probably <laughs> not, not, not forty bucks a bottle. You know, but on the other hand, lots of people are are um, boycotting Russian vodka because of what's going on in Ukraine. So this would be a perfect oh. time to come out with your American-made vodka. Well, and one of the um, one of the popular brands, Stoli. Is one of the ones that they were glad they're they're not even based in Germany or in uh, Russia anymore, but uh, they've they've just decided we're just going to go by Stoli instead of Stolaknia because everybody <laughs> calls it Stoliknaya. Yeah, Stoliknaya. Stoliknaya. Give me some Stolik. Yeah, Stoli and tonic. You know right, right. That, that kind of thing. So anyway, so cold gin, kiss, different flavors. If anybody's tried it, let us know on our Mike and John got it going on Facebook page. Which, by the way, we would like to know where you listen to us or where you catch us on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, RSS, or... Yo, Mama's Age, I'm working on getting the Paul Stanley picture that you now made me do. (laughs) Which we already did, because it's gone now. (laughs) (laughs) It's been here and gone. It's like a a time machine. Wow. But Yo Mama's A-Track. Yo Mama's A-Track. Right. So go to wherever you download podcasts and keep typing in Yo Mama's A-Track till it shows up. It's there. Can, can we try it now? <laughs> well, no. And put a picture up? We're using well, my not phone. not on that picture. one. But I mean on your computer, we can put the picture up there? No, you Yo sure? Mama's, well, I'm you getting have an iPhone? ready to... Uh, you have an iPhone? Yeah, but you're more tech savvy than I am. <laughs> 
Tell me about it. A couple of things coming up. Uh, Uncle Bill's School of Fools in just a little while. Also, um, since we're talking booze, we'll talk to a, a local brewery owner. Good friend of the program, uh, Trevor Brooks, Eternity Brewing in Howell. And uh, they've survived the pandemic and everything that goes along with it or went along with it. So we'll talk to him about how they've survived that and some of the new things they're doing. And, of course, Mike and John got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Of course, they are located in Livingston County, as is this podcast. We've only been here for about 24 days. They've been in Livingston County for 24 years. So a family-owned business. They're striving to treat each customer like family. And uh, I'm a customer, and I can tell you it's a great service. Uh, Firehouse Doors, veteran-owned. Mike, a veteran of the U.S. Air Force, uh, serving in Operation Desert Shield and Desert Storm. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, tell them Mike and John sent you, and you get five percent off your bill no exclusions apply right. yeah they've been uh, serving the county for uh, over 25 years or 24 years as you've said and we're on how many days this is episode 19 episode 19 yeah. so. in the basement and you know things have really improved since day one well, yeah they have we got a van Halen poster yeah see we got our lunch boxes got our back. Lunch boxes matter of fact i think we should have a featured lunch box today you think we what should? what do you think uh, uh which one do you want i don't know well this was one of our favorites Ah, right. uh, yes, yes. Happy Days. The Happy Days Lunchbox. Now, this one you can't find on no. on eBay <laughs> or... Or I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're doing the slow motion oh, rotation. Oh, very nice. Sit on it, Potsy. Yeah. There's something inside this, too, which I'm kind of scared. Is this where the cookies are? No. We haven't done a cookie check. No. We haven't checked up on no, you. No, because you're observing Lent. Yes. So now the thing is, is I've been good at staying away from the cookies, but... Are those the Polanski twins? <laughs> Where's the Hooper triplets? Yeah. All right, so that's our, our lunchbox. You, you want to see what's in there? Yeah. yeah. We, we probably should. <laughs> okay. All right. I just want to know it before John reveals yeah. this is none of my stuff. It's the, we've got a rubber duck. Uh-huh. We have another rubber duck with duct tape on yeah, it. Yeah, see, that one was I don't fixed. know the story about that I one. think that one was in one of those uh, ducky dashes from the, okay. the downtown Brighton. Why it's taped up, I don't know. Yeah, then we sure. got a little Snoopy... Thing. And, uh, yeah. Why do you keep that stuff? Wait till you see what's in the other one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for our community spotlight. Uh oh, are we doing a cookie check? All right, yep. Let's let's check this out. There was supposed to be eleven left in here. No, remember I had. Oh, that's right. You were a good boy one day. So there should be ten left. Yeah, fix the. Uh, there's nine in here. No, no. Three. The four. four, Seven, eight, nine. Nine. Yeah. Uh, I must have been a good boy and gave myself another cookie. (laughs) Just like now. Well, I'm going to go stale. Well, are they I mean, still that's, good? That's not, fair still... To the, that's not fair to the Girl Scouts. It's not fair to those that made these cookies. Right. Were these made in America, by the way? Since, you know, the Girl Scouts are an American well, institution. Well, I hope so. I don't know. I'm sure they are. Right? I doubt it. <laughs> you doubt it? I doubt it. These... Oh, great. Yeah, <laughs> they're made in America. I don't know if they are or not. Maybe the box was made in America. We'll see. All right, so uh, it's time for our Community Spotlight, brought to you by Jordan Genso. Where are they? It says distributed (laughs) Distributed by Ferrara Candy Company. Ferrara, where's that? All right, 
Jordan Genso, the Genso man, see, uh, this, is very, this is very, uh, it says manufactured in a shared facility with peanuts, so they're letting you know there's peanuts oh, yeah. in here. Um, but we have a Mr. Peanut story coming up later on in our two cent history and it lesson. It does not, uh, it doesn't say. Do they taste like they were made in America? You know, I wonder now. Let's give Trevor a call. It's uh, time for okay, I'm community sorry. spotlight. I got a little bogged down. Sometimes he goes down those rabbit holes and we just can't get him back. It's the news hound in me, it is. Yeah, it really is. All right, our community spotlight segment sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. Jordan, a realtor by profession with 15 years experience and a passion for building our community. An expert in what's happening locally, you can put that experience to use when you need a listing agent who can communicate to buyers all the wonderful reasons they should choose your home. Call Jordan Genso, 248-444-9777. And uh, in our community spotlight today, Trevor Brooks from Eternity Brewing in downtown Howell. Good morning, Trevor. Uh, good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you today? <laughs> Doing pretty good. We got you up bright and early today to talk beer. <laughs> it's always a good time to talk beer. And uh, I've got a three and a six-year-old at home, so this is not early. Okay, so it wasn't us that woke you up. So good news no, there. definitely not. You know, we were we were just talking about Kiss and their distribution now of uh, cold gin, and they've got a few different versions. So we thought, what a what a great time to talk to Trevor about a Mike and John beer. <laughs> Your thoughts? Well, we could, uh, you know, we could probably arrange that. Hi. Uh, you know, we we've done some private label work in the past. Actually, uh, last summer we did a, a private label for uh, Mackles Tables and Taps in yeah. Ireland, uh, a specific beer just for Joe over there. So what uh, what kind of flavors or notes do you think would go into a Mike and John beer other than regret and bitterness? And a little nutty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so John would be the regret and bitter. Yeah. That that be <laughs> I could bring so something bit you know like bitter or you know the bitter the, some sort of uh, a little bitter taste yeah. like bitters. Okay, there you go. We got that. It's like diet beer. You can lose weight while drinking it. <laughs> so, Trevor, we you know one of the reasons uh, we wanted to talk to you is because not only you're you're a good friend of the show, but uh, but also with Eternity, you guys have you know you've you've kind of managed the waters of the pandemic after just opening a, maybe a couple of years right before that. And tell us a little about how you guys made your way through things. You know, um, yeah, well, I guess it's the same old pandemic story. Uh, now, the brewery itself um, has been there eight years, but uh, me and the new ownership, the current ownership, we took it on in June of 2019. Yeah. Uh, we, we went to work right away on, on, on new marketing, branding. We did some interior improvements, and then we uh, we launched the kitchen, and, and literally one day after that kitchen's grand opening was the first shutdown. Uh, so, yes, at that point, it, I don't know if we navigated the waters of the shutdown or just simply uh managed to fall through it yeah um you know yes it, it was uh, it was kind of a complete reset um and, and by the time we went through two shutdowns i felt like we were starting over from scratch unfortunately yeah um but you know our our staff hung in there with us uh for the most part and and we were able to keep our really key members uh employed and our brewers brewing the whole time um and made the you know made the transition to uh to a takeout business as best we could uh for the short short period of time but it has been a serious struggle um and, and coming out of the second uh, shutdown it certainly took a really long time uh to feel like we got the energy back but 
the last couple of months, uh, we've, we've been feeling that energy. We've been feeling it from our customers and our staff. Um, and and I, I feel like we're in a great place now. Do you think with uh, the, most of the mask mandates uh, being ended that it's it's really going to start to turn things out, especially as we get into the, uh, the nicer weather and downtown events for you guys? You know, in the broader big picture, yes, I completely agree. Um, that I think the further we get from any sort of mandates and constantly being reminded about COVID, the better and more comfortable everybody's going to feel. Um, I think in our particular county and demographic, we've kind of been there for a while already. I don't, yeah. I don't think a large, I mean, some, some of my customers, but not a large percentage, um, still have any real concern. That hasn't been what you know kept them away per se. Um, you know, but I think that just coming out of the, so it hasn't been fear, but I think it's just coming out of a, sort of a, a long hibernation, right? And right. nothing does that better than a little bit of warm weather um, and getting people back outside, getting people engaged um, with, with all sorts of activities. That makes you feel a, a bit more alive, right? And it's like, you know, we have two years of cabin fever, I feel like. Yeah, kind of, sort of. It's like we have been, like, snowed in even through all the seasons. Well, and I noticed on your website you've got the phrase, because the end of the world can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think sort of sums up with the the feeling that you were just talking about. We yeah, we launched that. That was had nothing to do with COVID. We, that was part of our new logo and our new branding that launched um, really in March of 2020. Right, uh, like a week <laughs> yeah. before we actually shut hey, down. Wow. Shut hey, down our that's when COVID also launched. <laughs> you started it all. <laughs> it was like in the works, obviously, for months before that. Right, right. It right. was the whole motto of Eternity Brewing um, was sort of like, you know, we needed to start a marketing company. When I when we purchased it, we hired a marketing company out of Brighton, local guys, Ignite XDS. Cannot say enough about them. Um, they said you need a backstory for Eternity. Why is it called Eternity? What's the story? Yeah. And there was a very personal story to the original ownership um, and why they, you know, they're they're very faith based Christian people and why they called it Eternity. But it was no longer really applicable uh, to us. And so the marketing team said we need we need like a reason. We need a story. So uh, their model sort of became because the end of the world can wait. Like there's always going to be great beer. There's always going to be strife and troubles. Have a great beer, you know, talk it out, uh, whatever's ailing you, that can, that can wait till after this next pint. Well, let me uh, let me circle back to uh, some of the things you went through during the during the pandemic, and as, as we kind of come out of this thing, uh, what kind of uh, cutbacks did you have to make as far as how many beers you were producing and the menu and those kind of things? Well, yeah. So we had only just launched the kitchen, so we felt very strongly that we had no established takeout business. Right. Um, so we just turned our kitchen right back off, and we put we put that back in the closet. Um, and then, as far as production went, the first um, during the first shutdown, we just told our our, produ- our brewers, our two produ- brewers, to keep brewing as normal. That would we would just inventory it. It keeps a long time, and we pushed really hard on the takeout business, on the, on the to-go beer, yeah. even started running deliveries. But we essentially got rid of all other staff, all, all of our service staff, um, and, and the brewers would just brew and kind of wash the front door. Um, and then the second shutdown, we were really uncertain as to whether or not we were going to survive again. Um, and the takeout business had really fallen off, I, I think, across the board. The first time, I think everybody really rallied to go out of your way to support small, go out of your way to get takeout business. And the second time, I feel like there was this general sense of exhaustion. I mean, we didn't we didn't see that. So the second shutdown, we 
I instructed them just to use up the inventory we had. And we got quite low, and we were we were within a week or two of calling it quits. And then we got the announcement that we would be reopening. Um, you know how they kept coming, really, they kept coming kind of last minute. You never right. know what to expect. So we got that reopening announcement. We hit the ground running. It was a very long, slow, like, like summer of trying to rebuild and, and fall. But here we are. Um, here we are basically now. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a year since that last shutdown officially lifted, um, basically, right? I think yeah, we're pretty months, close. It's months. all merged together, yeah. Trevor. It's, it's kind of been a blur for <laughs> yeah. two years. Yeah, so now we're coming back strong. We're brewing full production. We got five full fermenters getting ready to drop over the next couple of weeks. Um, so we're, we're going gangbusters, and, and we're really seeing the energy in the taproom come back. So we're we're super excited. Yeah, and I, and I know that you guys, like you said, you know, you're coming back around and trying to to get to full uh, output and uh, and really get back into the swing of things. And I know, like for instance, you guys are hosting uh, euchre tournaments there. Uh, I think there's one coming up for the Walk for Warmth, and then another one for Love Inc. Um, and so, uh, you know, I think, I think it's, you know, great to, to, to see you guys get back to full capacity and then also to get back to being, uh, you know, a, a big piece of the public, uh, participation in this community, which, you know, people really appreciate. Yeah, we, we, we do, we are been, we have been working with the Brighton Optimist Club for their Euchre Nights once a month and they have a different charity benefiting partner. Um, and so that's been fabulous. We, we've always maintained our trivia on Wednesday nights, which is a great night. We really fill yeah. the place up. People have a good time. We're planning a big St. Patrick's Day, you know, party as we should. Um, and we've got, uh, we just over last weekend extended our hours to have lunch on Fridays and Saturdays and uh, some hour, afternoon hours on Sundays. And our full kitchen menu is now back online. So we're, we're gearing up. Uh, we're putting our best foot forward. Um, and uh, we're excited to see what uh, the spring continues to bring our way. Well, we certainly hope things uh, are on the up and up for uh, from here on out for you and everybody at uh, Eternity Brewing Company here in uh, Howell. And we appreciate you checking in this morning, Trevor. Best of luck for uh, 2022. Thank you so much. All right. We'll talk real soon. All right. Have a yeah, day. yours a beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be there in about a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevor. Yeah, we'll just hang out by the door. Yeah, it's kind of like a concert. <laughs> Trevor said we can have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevor Brooks. See if the brewers are there. Right. All right, Trevor. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Have a great day. All right, see ya. All right, it's uh, Mike and John in the morning. Of course, um, uh, got it going on. We've got uh, the community spotlight. Right, box. brought to you by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum, a real estate professional with 15 years' experience and a passion for building the community. And uh, as we've said, it is a strange housing market right now, and Jordan loves to help clients explore those options, including less experienced uh, ideas, or I should including ideas that less experienced agents may not be familiar with. So even if you're not looking to buy or sell, you just want an expert, call Jordan, 248-444-9777. Uncle Bill. Yes. Are you with us, my friend? Uh, I am. <laughs> it's, it's Uncle Bill with our School of the Fools segment here on this Wednesday morning. How's it going? Everything's a-okay. You know, I, I before we get into class this morning, you do stand-up comedy, and for those who don't know this, Uncle Bill is a very funny gentleman. Yeah, I mean, you can tell that from our, from our. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you 
what a backhanded compliment. For those of you who've listened to Uncle Bill for years, you may not know that he's no, actually No, but funny. I mean, you don't know that he does stand-up comedy, and, and we've we've been to his show with Uncle Bill, and uh, just does a great job, very relatable, very fun, and I saw last week that you had done a show, and he didn't even tell us about it, that you were going to be doing a show. So if you've well, got one coming up, yeah. we need to know. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I don't have anything coming up. All right. Well, you keep us abreast of things, and we'll we'll make sure that everybody knows. All right. Not a, not, not a problem. Uh, that's not true. You do have an appearance here on Mike and John Got It Going On weekly. Yes. <laughs> I actually, though, will not be on next Wednesday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, so much. All for right, so much. For, thanks for the heads right, up. Well, we're getting All ghosted right. here. We'll we'll put a rerun on. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you'll have one of three to pick from. Uh, so well, yeah. Oh, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't you have a substitute? Uh, no, not for no. Okay, no. all right, just yeah. checking. No, I mean for next week. But you can work on that. All right, what uh, are we talking about today? Uh, today we're going to discuss the Riddler. The Riddler. The Riddler. Yes. All right. Did you go see Batman? Is no. That why? I, it's I, the I see, Batman. I did go see the Batman. Thank you. The I Batman. Did go see it. Saw it on Thursday. And? It was okay. It's not. Uh, <laughs> right. I, I need to see it one more time. I'm, oh, um, wow. I'm. Wait know, a minute. Is, you know, it, if you're undecided. Yeah. You know, usually when you say you want to see it again, it's because it was really good. Not no. because you need to make up your mind. Did you doze off? or I know it's like three hours long. It's not that I dozed off. It's kind of, uh, people have said it's like seven. Um, the movie Seven. Yeah. But to me, it's like the movie Seven, but instead of the guy hiding the words behind like a refrigerator or a painting, yeah. it's as if he left the clues on a table on a business card that had his name and address. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, so. it would be as if Morgan Freeman didn't figure out that it was about the seven deadly sins uh, until the very end of the uh, movie. Uh, so. And he's like, oh, this is about the seven deadly sins. Not very suspenseful, uh, is what you're saying. I just, the clues and all that don't make any sense to me. Uh, like, okay. the, the motivations of the Riddler kind of make sense, but not really. I and see. that's... I'm, that's what maybe I was missing something. That's How about uh, Robert Pattinson as the Batman? The Batman. How does he? Fine. Do? No, he, he does a great job, and Zoe Kravitz as, as Catwoman does an excellent job. Okay. And Paul Dano uh, as the Riddler for ninety-five percent of it, he's all covered up. So mm-hmm. it's like he's got this great actor, but. You know, it's like watching a garbage bag with glasses. Yeah. You know they I mean? they yeah. did the same thing to Cousin It and the Adams <laughs> family. Right. Couldn't yeah. see the guy. And how yeah. great was he, huh? Yeah. How is he supposed to get an Emmy if he's like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't look at his change of expression. You yeah. know? That's it. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, all right. We said we don't want him. All right. Well, That's thanks for the movie review. We got to go. We're out of time. Uh, <laughs> I'll be here next week. Oh, okay. He'll be in the theater seeing the Batman. Yeah. Two weeks from now, I could talk about the Riddler when no one's watching the movie anymore. Right. Okay. okay. Good. Fair enough. All right. All right. All right. So we're talking about the Riddler. Yes. All right. So true or false? Riddle comes from the Latin word riddless, meaning lost reason. Is that true hmm. or false? Hmm. Yes. I think that's true. I think it's false. Alright, so Mike says he thinks that's true. Yes. John yeah. most synthetically says that's fake. false. Fake. 
Uh, John, you are correct. Knew yes. It. It, it actually comes from a uh, German word, uh, Riddless, which yeah. actually I means like, uh, I don't know. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you haven't come to class <laughs> prepared. So, you know. he doesn't, no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, All right. I, it's I, not, whatever. Yeah. All right. It's not Greek. It's 710. <laughs> <laughs> You're making him mad. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you mad. Okay. <laughs> did, did you get the picture of Uncle Bill that I sent, by the way? Um, I don't know. The one of Uncle oh, Bill. Oh, yes, I, a very yeah. young Uncle Yeah, Bill. we're going to post that up right here. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, who created the character of the Riddler? Is it Tom Thumb, Jim Hand, Bill Finger, or Ted Palm? Oh, you're in the lead. All right, Bill Finger. Oh, John says Bill Finger. Bill Finger says it quite emphatically. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, what, who the the Palm guy. Yeah, he gave it Ted the finger. Palm. He gave it the finger. Ted Palm. Mike, you say Ted Palm? Yes. All right, uh, John. Do you know that for a fact that it was Bill Finger? I do. Okay, you are correct. He yeah. did say that. You know what? He said I should have read it because the face he made. It was like I'm yeah. confident it's Bill Finger. Well, it was. He's an interesting story because Bob Kane was given all the credit for uh, creating right. the Batman character, when in reality Bob Kane didn't have much to do with it at all. Uh, Bill Finger was actually the one that was very instrumental in creating Batman, and he created the Riddler. Right, and I knew that there was that story. If so, if you would have asked me who was the guy, I wouldn't have had the name. But as soon as you said the name, I recognized him. I got you. Name well, recall. But that's the way it is. It's a multiple choice question. And so no, that's that's right. the news hound in him, Bill Finger. All right. Well, John, I've got a finger. Do nothing. <laughs> if if this wasn't a family YouTube for, <laughs> broadcast, I I might Bill Finger John. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, they You're number your one. <laughs> Riddler. Riddler has two sidekicks. Mm, Who uh, are they? Are they Question and Mark? Con and Nundrum, Echo and Query, or Pete and Repeat. Hmm. So who are the two sidekicks for the Riddler? Oh, you're in the lead. You want me to take it? Oh, gosh, gosh, this is... Question and Mark seems too... on. It's too on point. It's, I, nah, it's too on the nose. I'm going to say it's uh, Pete and Repeat. All right. Mike? Uh, what was the one with Con? Conundrum. Conundrum sounds like a Riddler thing to me. All right. Uh, it's Echo and Query. Mm. Yeah. Uh, he, the sidekicks that he has are female. That's uh, kind of a, a rare thing. Well, it sounds like the Riddler had it going on, too. He did. Yeah. He did. So, all right. Uh, well, Mike, you cannot win this week, but uh. we'll go to the fourth question. In 2016, or I should say as of 2016, that's the better way of saying it, the largest, fastest stand-up roller coaster was Riddler's Revenge. Ooh. It was located in what state? California, Texas, Georgia, or Florida? I'm going to say it was... one find yeah. the Riddler's Revenge? <laughs> In the bathroom at Applebee's. Um, I'm going <laughs> to say Texas. All right. John says Texas. Mike? Uh, Georgia. All right. Mike, you accomplished a rare feat. Uh, you didn't get any of them right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, and John, you didn't get this one. Oh, in California. Okay. Well, so all right. Six Flags, 
in Valencia, California, All right. where you would find the Riddler's Revenge. So that's the largest stand-up roller coaster. The largest, fastest oh, stand-up cool. roller coaster yeah. as of 2016. Yeah. Now, we, we don't know if there's one faster or I mean, larger they, yeah, than that. That's possible. Name the Riddler, anyway. That, well, Riddler's there you Revenge. Go. So, but, uh, well, I'm sure it's still called the Riddler's Revenge, but it might not be the tallest, fastest thing. All right. Uh, the tiebreaker was when did the DC comic number 140 come out, which is when the Riddler premiered. Um, and that would have been October of 1948. So that's when wow. Riddler made his first appearance. Okay, that's a little earlier than I might have thought. But, See, I was uh, never um, a big fan of the Riddler. I was more of a Penguin and Catwoman gotcha. fan. Yeah. Um, um, you can update your question. Uh, the Guinness Book of World Records still has the Riddler's Revenge as the fastest uh, and biggest stand-up roller coaster. Uh, you know, you already wow. won. You don't need extra credit. <laughs> what is all this about? <laughs> now you're just now you're just piling on. Teacher, I before you dismiss us for the holidays, I want to know if we could do an extra book report. <laughs> you got any more random facts you want to throw out there to impress the teacher? <laughs> all right, Uncle Bill. We'll make a note that you're uh, you're not going to be here. You'll be on spring break next Wednesday, so we'll see you in two weeks. I would not call it spring break, but yes. <laughs> okay. okay. That well, that's what we're calling it. We'll call it spring break <laughs> yeah. for you. All right. Sounds good. All right, Uncle Bill. Take care, buddy. Thanks. All right. School of the Bye. Fools with Uncle Bill. Very funny stuff. And uh, we learned a thing or two. Well, I learned more than John because yeah, he apparently knows so much. Uh, so much. The Riddler. If you ask me, I don't know. I for, what did you I want say? want to recall that? I forgot. Any, any recall on it? I don't know. No? All right. Anything else? Uh, let's, uh, let's let folks know what's coming up this week for the next couple shows. That would imply that I know what is coming up. Well, we're talking to Amber tomorrow. Yeah, Amber, Amber Cowles. Cowles with Upkeep Games in Howell, a new gaming place that opened up, and uh, she's going to talk to us about that. And then on Friday, we're going to be checking in with uh, Daniel Graves at the Pizza Box in Fowlerville. And, of course, uh, Pizza Box, a great pizza restaurant that opened up there, had pizza there a few weeks ago, and it's just, it really is beautiful stone oven uh, so I can't say enough about it, but we're going to talk to Daniel. And, of course, he's got a connection to the Torch, uh, which is also uh, located uh, in Fowlerville, Torch 180. Yeah. And I think we'll be talking on Friday as well, I think, with Rhonda from the Torch. So it's kind of a, a double Fowlerville He's doing a lot of thinking edition. lately, I yeah. think. So Good. we'll find out. But that's what's happening. All right, that's all coming up this week for a Thursday and Friday show. Of course, uh, Tim Robinson will be joining us later in the week with a look oh. at uh, local sports. Shoot. Yeah. No, he won't. No, he we, he is. Oh wait, he because he sent. Oh, you know what? I uh, uh, darn it. hold on. Know. He sent us some sports info. Oh, good. It is on Facebook. I was like, if he texted it to me, I can't get to it because it's on my phone. <laughs> We're just being real. So, all right, quick sports basketball. Heartland rolled past Lakeland, fifty three twenty nine. Olivia Linden had eleven points to pace the Eagles. They uh, meet Clarkston in uh, Thursday's regional final. Brighton got twenty points from Mary Koppel in a forty three twenty seven win over Ann Arbor Pioneer. Brighton takes on Wayne for a regional title Thursday. And today, Howell plays Linden, and Heartland meets Holly in a boys basketball district semifinal double header. At Fenton, I also Fowlerville home against Chelsea, so I uh, neglected to. No, uh, no, no. Thank so you, Tim, we, for we, keeping we, us. We up got that in there. Speed. I apologize, Tim. We made it in the perfect spot. Don't apologize for this stuff. We just keep rolling. Yeah, this is what, this is actually where it was and, supposed to go. Yeah, see how we scripted all that out to make yeah. sure it was. Smooth? You know, I deserve a cookie for no, all right. <laughs> you already had. Your, <laughs> yeah, I know. You know I, already had my I think you prematurely had that cookie. <laughs>
All right, our two-cent history lesson for today. In case you haven't learned anything, today, March 9th, 1562 on this date in the in Naples, in the city of Naples, okay. kissing in public was banned. In Italy? In Naples, yes. Okay. And, it, and declared punishable by death. Right. Well, it was 1562. So. If you're kissing in public, well, none of that. You know how those women were back in the 1500s? Oh, and the, guys, some, and the guys weren't? Showing some I ankle. See, little double standard there. Uh, it's, there's no kiss in the public. Charles Graham. In 1822 on this date. 1822. Patented false teeth. Oh. Huh. 1822. Okay. He pat- well, I mean, they were using false teeth before. Though. Well, he put it back. It was probably the whole, you know, the ones that you can wind up. <laughs> that the whole no- mouth set. The novelty teeth? No, no, no. The whole mouth set. Okay. As opposed to just... You were doing this, like the wind-up thing. <laughs> <laughs> we probably probably have a pair of those in I one of our lunchboxes. possible. <clears throat> Albert Potts. Of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Potts. Potts. <laughs> 1858, <laughs> received a patent for the mailbox. Okay. When you get your mail today, yeah. thank Albert Potts. Thanks, Al. No, Albert. Yeah. He didn't like to be called oh, Al. Okay. Or Alby. 1916, a schoolboy's cartoon sketch won a contest sponsored by the Planters Nut Company mm. and became their trademark, Mr. Peanut. Huh. With the monocle and the top hat. Yeah. The cane. Still pretty classic. It is. Uh, they, they may have updated a little bit over the years. but uh, 1964, the first Ford Mustang was produced. And shortly after that, the first midlife crisis. Now, isn't the 64, that was the halfback, and it was like the 64 and a half, or whatever they call it, because it, yeah. it started mid-production year. And they only produced so many of them, and it was like, so if you get the 64, oh, that's, that's like the a, rare. Very rare, but yeah. the 65 GT. Yeah. 69 GT was the cool one. Uh, and finally, 1982, never since we're talking cars. I never had a Mustang. I'll take you for a ride in mine. I had a Nova. <laughs> anyway, go on. 1982, British pop star Gary Newman appeared oh. in court. Go ahead, you can do it if you want. <laughs> Gary not Newman. Doing it now. Yeah. His Here. big pop star had one hit. Yeah, well, yeah. Here in he my had a car. second, well, hit. Appeared in court after being spotted waiting for a hamburger while carrying a baseball bat at a drive-thru. What? (laughs) Yeah. Probably a story you never heard before about Gary Newman. Okay, I did not. Singing cars. He had a baseball bat in his car and uh, was reported to the police. Apparently, they, uh, they did drop the charges. All right. They called it an offensive weapon. The hamburger or the bat? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm pumped. Hey! That's your two cent history lesson. We've got some great after the show YouTube only content. Oh God, yeah. Coming up. So only for YouTubers. So if you're if you're podcasting us, go to the YouTube and you can get the exclusive content at the end of the show. And you'll see what you're missing. <laughs> and you'll go, oh, okay. I'm fine. No, that's where the really good stuff comes. Well, that's true. These oh, are what, what they call them Easter eggs. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Marvel movie. Yeah, it is. Well, you got to wait till the credits are over. <laughs> okay. Are they rolling? No. No, stop. Stop pointing to the screen. Every time you point to the screen, that's more work for me. <laughs> Keep going. Hey, look at this. Oh, yeah. Get up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Find that rare clip. You know, put that in, up there, will you? In honor of the Batman, yeah. can you put like a poof or wow? <laughs> poof. More work. 